Hey guys, you're watching the Burden of Truth After Show. This is season one, episode nine, Home to Roost, and we finally get to meet Joanna's mom. We tap into David's secrets, and Joanna's back. She is a boss, so stay tuned because we're going to chat it all about it. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. <laughs> Mina doesn't know this song. I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> And I just came back from a Beyonce concert, too, and I'm like, how have I ever heard this Daddy one? Lessons. Uh, it's so country. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. You guys know me. I am your host, Paris Rose, joined by the lovely co-host. Hey, everyone. I'm Mina Wahab. Oh, all right. So this was a good episode. We're already kind of like mixed reviews. Mina really loved this episode. I'm like, meh. It was all right for me. What did what did you like about this episode? Everything. <laughs> like, literally, I liked everything about the episode. I yeah. feel like, you know, we finally meet Joanna's mom. Yes. Like, finally, after all this time. Yeah. I feel like I was, like, kind of tearing up a little bit. Like, more really? with Joanna's performance. Just oh, yeah. because she was her performance was so believable. Yeah. Um... It, like, the whole thing, it was just, it was a really touching moment. And then also, I really love the parts where Alan is coaching, uh, oh, yeah, coaching the kids yeah. uh, on how to act and, like, like how you have to kind of, like, respond to questions in yeah. a very terse manner, like, never give anything away for free, everything yeah. is money, like, this is really valuable, let yeah. them work to get that. So, I don't know, I feel like, in general... I really, really love this episode. It was oh. so good. It was so good. See, I wanted more from the reunion. I think it was accurate, like probably more realistic that yeah. it was she was a little cold and pretending she's all about the business. And then really like she she wants to see her mom. She hasn't seen her mom in fifteen years. And I like that it wasn't like just run into their arms and hug or mm-hmm. you know, it was realistic, but I wanted more information from the mom. Mm-hmm. I feel like she was this missing part of the, the show. Um and they kept referring to the mom, referring to the mom. So I thought, finally, when we meet the mom, she would drop this bomb. And she she did drop a bomb that um, David, which is Joanna's dad, has a relationship with the mayor. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted a bigger bomb. I don't know. Yeah, I think the way they explained the bomb was, like, we still don't understand why it's a bomb, but yeah. we know that it's going to be the missing link to win the case. We just don't know yeah. how or if Joanna's even going to use it, which doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you use it? Right. Or, I don't know, there's something about, like, the whole Alan situation that I'm not 100% trusting of still. Oh, okay. I don't know. And it was just a weird... There were certain things where I'm like, this is such a weird turn of events. Like, how do you completely <laughs> go from being, like, this horrible person to all of a sudden we see glimpses in last week's episode, actually, yeah. where he's like, really? That's your daughter? And it's the first time we see, like, one redeeming quality in Alan kind yeah. of defending Joanna. And then just that one tiny thing and all of a sudden he's a changed man. I believe that, actually, because I didn't think... I think he was just trying to do his job. He was just trying mm-hmm. to be a lawyer, which there's no... I mean, lawyers aren't... They don't have the sweetest job. Um, they're not the sweetest people, and it's supposed to not be personal. So I think that he was trying to do that. But then he, I think he thinks um, David crossed the line, and that's mm-hmm. when he started to be like, okay, you're actually making this personal, and it's kind of against my morals. Mm-hmm. So I liked the transition, because at first he is trying to do the right thing by doing his job. Right. Even if it means kind of being a jerk, it's fine. But then he's like, this is kind of crossing the line. And so I, I liked the transition. I thought it made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, for the mayor thing, I actually, I didn't think, I thought the reason the bomb on the mayor was just that 
the mayor is kind of siding with him. You know, she was kind of, if you remember yeah, the yeah, mayor, yeah. she was a little bit... Uh, like, he kind of, like, had her bought, in a sense. Yeah, so because, I thought that was it. You yeah. think there's more than that? I don't know. There has yeah. to be something else. But I think, yeah, that, that goes back to the whole, like, conflict of interest thing. And yeah. that's the other thing I really liked about this show was how Joanna, like, had all these reasons for why it wasn't a conflict of interest. Oh, yeah. and why are you bringing it up now? Like, there were a lot of, like aspects of like the law and defending your case defending your side that i really enjoyed watching as someone who just finds this so fascinating the fact that you can use rules in your favor to create a defense and to get yourself out of a situation or to strengthen your case i just love the idea of of utilizing those those skills of of argument and persuasion so i i don't know this episode appealed to me in so many ways i'm like such a fan that's great such a fan I actually took it from a different angle when you said you love the fact that you love um, with law, you can use it to show your skills, you can like, kind of, it's kind of like a game, like how much Mm -hmm. you know, and I, that bothers me so much. I get that that is law, Mm -hmm. but it just sucks that it's all about kind of finessing the system, like reading between the lines and and pulling out like all these, it seems like tricks in a way, while I wish there was a more, it's... I wish it was more like black and white. Black and white. Like yeah. this person is definitely guilty. This person's innocent. Not like this person's guilty. But this bylaw shows that I could do this. I just I don't like that law is like this little game of of mm-hmm. chess, kind of like who's the who's better. And yeah. so, especially when we find out that this whole thing was a game and it was like a stalling game. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just but David is he's brilliant. I mean he's terrible but he's so good at what he does even knowing that alan was going to switch sides and pretty much tell the other side his cards he already knew that was coming how did he know that though he's smart that's what i'm saying like alan's like oh crap he he knew that i was going to do that it's it's uh, it's somewhat predictable i think he realized that um one alan has an attachment to joanna Mm -hmm. he could see that um alan was already cracking um Mm -hmm. he wasn't he wasn't as, like, gutless as David, so I think mm-hmm. he realized, okay, I've lost Alan, and this is probably going to be his next move. So that's why it is, like, a game of chess. Like, yeah. he knows his steps before, like, he knows what Alan was thinking before Alan even knew what he was thinking. Right. So I think that makes him a great lawyer. Again, if I had any troubles, i want David to represent me. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't he's know great. about that. He, he's good at getting the job done, but, like, also destroying everyone in sight. <laughs> so I don't yes. know. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I... I the the good person to me is like oh god he's just reckless he's toxic but the if I was like wanted for murder and I didn't do it I would want David who knows all the tricks he can do whatever and get me out that yeah. that side of me but um, you know what isn't toxic what is you it? know what is amazing what is amazing the fact that AfterBuzz TV <laughs> produces aftershows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz TV continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be because they're totally optional. You don't even have to see them. So hit that subscribe button now, for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments so that we can thank you on air and give you a proper shout-out. For now, thank you so much for being the best fans ever and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk.
Yes. I feel like by now you guys have that script memorized. <laughs> Along with us, you guys are like, okay, it's time for the message. Yes. Um, anyways, let's get back into it. So we were talking about David. Um, so I wanted to see, like, this time David gets confronted by everyone. He gets confronted by Joanna. He gets confronted by Jerry Lynn. How did you feel? He gets confronted by Alan. How did you feel about the Jerry Lynn um, confrontation? Um. Okay, so... I don't know. That scene felt very soap opera-ish to me. Like, I'm <laughs> yeah. fine without you. I just want you to know that I don't need you. Yeah. Like, what was the mm. point? Did she get anything accomplished? Was it just for her own cathartic experience of proving that she's fine? I don't know. The whole thing, it just felt very anticlimactic. Like, I didn't, I didn't love that scene. I thought it was uh, a good scene because it was anticlimactic, but I think that was the point. I think she came in there thinking, like, she's going to make him feel bad. Maybe he's going to apologize. Maybe he's going to say something to her to make her feel better. I'm sure she went into it thinking, like, she's going to really tell him, but it's for herself, really. She wants that apology. She wants that, like, I want to be back in your life. And it didn't happen. He was clearly like, good, fine, great, all right, cool, Mm -hmm. great, move on, and... And I actually appreciated that they made him be the same guy that he is mm-hmm. instead of being like, I'm so sorry. I, I wish I didn't hurt you because that's not David. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's clearly what she wanted. It was sh- shocking to her. But the fact that they really didn't make anything happen, mm-hmm. it was like, well, then was this re- <laughs> reunion necessary? Maybe they just put it in, in there because if they didn't, everyone would be like, Jerry Lynn and, and David are in the same place and they still haven't reconnected. So yeah. I think they had to show that they reconnected. They're in the little yeah. town. But yeah, I mean, it was it was a boring scene. But I thought, again, realistic though. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting that we have such different perspectives <laughs> about the show because like I interpret things like totally different from you sometimes. Like sometimes I love an episode and you're like, eh. And then the times that you love an episode, I'm like, eh. I don't know. I know. That's so, like great. our taste is totally different yeah. at times, which is kind of crazy. I think it's cool. I, I just related to that scene because I'm totally the girl who breaks up or like has a breakup. And then I just want to know that my ex misses me. So I'm like, <laughs> you know, I go back and I'm we like, you know what? <laughs> Even if we don't want to get back with them, <laughs> yeah. we want to make sure, like, did I look good? Did I look exactly. okay yesterday? Okay, cool. And you want that, like, like confirmation so if you get the chance I'm sure you, you play these things in your head like if I ran into my ex again I would totally be like like, like look oh, at me now you yeah know? like hair flips like but oh like, exactly oh nice to see you how are you doing oh I'm really busy right now yeah, by I'm the way sure, okay, I've, okay. I've got meetings <laughs> I, I can't really talk but if they're like okay cool fine go you're like oh, well I wanted some reaction I yeah. feel that's what I would feel in that moment like I want you to know I want to know that you miss me and I feel like that's what um, Jerry Lynn wanted that's why I connected mm-hmm. to that moment because I'm that girl but I guess we all are um, but also, so we've been talking about David, which is great. I love that whole story. But how did you feel? I know you said that you felt kind of emotional with the reunion of um, Joanne and her mother. Was it expected? It wasn't until the scene where you just see Joanna's eyes welling up with yeah. tears. Like, huge props to, like, Kristen yes. Krupp. Because, like, we don't really see this range of acting in these types of shows so yeah. much. Because it's like... We don't we don't get that like really depressing like oh like you know what I mean yeah. like that that whole like Will Smith scene from Fresh Prince of Bel Air where he's like why doesn't my dad love me yeah. like you know that iconic Epic scene, scene. Yes. yeah we don't get a lot of that with these types of shows it's rare because they're supposed to be lighter in a sense yeah. like teen demographic not yeah. as intense um, but still have some intensity so when I saw that performance I was just like wow like yeah. oh this is actually like. It was very believable to me, but there were parts of the the meeting that were very stiff, where sometimes I felt like, okay, would would she actually be this stiff? Like, Mm -hmm. and I was just, like, anticipating, okay, what's going to happen? And there was something where it just felt like 
it wasn't her mom. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, there was, like, such distance between them. And obviously, expected distance, but sometimes when... Like, we watch things that are cinematic. There's, like, this epic reunion and everything falls into place. It still felt so cracked. Yeah. Um, But I like when the mom said, are you going to visit again, Joanna? Like, it was a very sweet, touching, genuine moment. She's like, yeah, I will. Like, to feel like she's wanted and have that validation and kind of, like, feel like... I don't know, the whole scene where she's like, well, I thought you didn't want me, and I still don't understand fully what happened, though, and I feel like I need more answers, but... That's true. It was still... I don't know, I liked liked the scene still. It's just... I'm still trying to figure out how is everything going to end next week. Exactly. Is there going to be, like... Like, what's going to happen? I I just want to know. I liked... um... Like you were saying that I liked uh, how uncomfortable the scene was because I feel like that moment is kind of uncomfortable. Joanne has all these, she demonized her mom. She has all these mixed emotions in her head. She probably thought she was the worst lady ever and then to find out that she's really not and there's a reason. I mean, her dad was going to deport her. She threatened Mm -hmm. her. um, He threatened her. So there's a lot going on in Joanna's head and I feel like the scene was uncomfortable. Um, But I also interpreted uh, interpreted it different when she said, like, um, will you come, will you come back to visit? And she's like, "Uh, okay. I thought it was more like a she, although this means so much to her, she's she's not going to come back. Joanna's not going to come back? Really? I felt like she... Or were you like, this is a trap? Like, she's on the dark side. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she can just move on quickly. Um, Like, she was going to leave Millwood after the case was kind of shut down the first time. Mm -hmm. After knowing that Luna's her sister and she had such a close relationship with Luna, but she was still just going to leave. And she was getting closer with Billy and she was going to leave. Uh, she left Alan, like, in a heartbeat. So I feel like she can detach quickly. And also, and so, I felt like she had feelings for Billy, and there was something I there. I thought so, too. And then the thing with Alan. Yeah. It made me think, like, do you go for guys who treat you the way your dad treats other women? Mm. Just, I don't know. But it's so weird, though, because I see it more with her and Alan than yeah. I do with her and Billy, even though Billy's so sweet. Well, what do you see more? Like, you I see just, it happening? Like, I ship it more, and I don't okay. know why I do. I just feel like there's something about their bond that makes more sense. Okay. Because he has that, like, ambition and drive, and I feel like he's smarter than Billy, even though Billy's so oh. sweet. I just feel like Alan is, like, Alan's, like, a Slytherin. <laughs> like, he's just, he's ambitious, he's gonna get it, like, yeah. and at the end of the day, mm. he does have good values. He does. I saw him more, um, I feel like they're supposed to be together. I feel like they're the, uh... Billy? No, 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 um, Alan. I feel like he's the girl or guy version of Joanna, and I hate that it makes too much sense. You know, I just, I like that they're, Billy and Joanna are opposites. They're not supposed to be together, and that's what I prefer, although really... Billy's a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. He is. He's so sweet. And he's I'm loyal. He's kind. I'm a Hufflepuff, but I oh. like my Slytherins. Okay. I like Slytherins from afar. So. I, I'm drawn This is Harry Slytherin Potter talk, energy. by the way. I don't know if you guys yeah. are. This is Harry Potter talk. Um, but they know. Yeah. They know. <laughs> Some people surprisingly don't. It makes me very sad. But before, out of uh, aside from that whole Hanley drama and um, uh, Al and everything... There's also Diane and Buckby and Mercer's situation mm-hmm. going on, and even throwing a little bit of Ben Matheson in there as well. Yeah. How did you take Let's this whole 
situation. Mercer, I hate seeing when, his face. When he oh. went like this. Um, yeah. What's what's his name? I keep Ben Matheson? Yeah. When yeah. Matheson went like this, I just saw Diane looking at him like, that's a tell. Yes. That's a tell right yeah. there. Because he was just like, okay, gotta go. Like, how much more, like, <laughs> inconspicuous? Like, what are you thinking? Like, that's yeah. su- you're such a bad liar. But no one thinks, I mean, Diane is not a cop or anything, so he mm-hmm. probably is not thinking he's being interrogated or that she is looking for his tells, you know? So, mm-hmm. I mean, yes, he's a bad liar. But if she wasn't so great at knowing when people are lying, then I wouldn't even know. I would just think he's scratching his chin or something like that. So, And what about the bad cop? Like, what does he Mercer. have against... Yeah, what does Mercer have against Diane? Like, how does he know all this stuff about her two kids? And like, oh, so well, you're two small kids. Small town. Oh, and, yeah. and in a small town... Oh, my gosh. You know, I give up on this airing. <laughs> Give up. Um, well, she asked about his kids. And so, obviously, it's a small town. They know each other. Um, but, like, Mercer, is he in this so hardcore just for the money? Or is he, like, why is he so intense? I mean, he, he attacks Buckby, which his name is Owen. I keep calling him, I mean, his last name is Buckby. But Buckby is a funny last name. Yeah. Buckby. Anyways, Owen. He attacks Owen. He's so in this. And I'm just, like, he's kind of, um he's Matheson's, like, I don't know, like, Guard, no, not yeah, like well, go sick him type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him, get him. And I just don't get why he's so into this. Is it just for the money? Like, no, there has to be something like else deeper. I, but I don't know. Like, see, there's we still have questions that need to be answered. That's yeah. why we still have an episode left. One last episode. I thought the case would be solved next episode, and now I'm not so sure. I think it will be. Yeah, like completely done. You think it's gonna be a cliffhanger? I think it's it might be. Season one shows tend to end on a cliffhanger. So right? that there's a high demand for season two. Yeah. So it's possible. Yeah. But guys, talking about cliffhangers, there's no more cliffhangers. I'm going to give you the answers from last week, two truths and a lie. Let's do it. All right. By the way, I, I, pretty much everyone guessed your uh your home alone. Thing was your home so alone. Embarrassing. <laughs> I thought I was being so slick. Too. It's all right. It's all right. It was it was entertaining. All right, guys, I'm gonna remind you of what the uh three scenarios were cases were last week. There was a woman who sued her local TV station whether when a weatherman predicted the weather wrong. She um she said they said it was gonna be a nice day, but she got caught in the rain, so she is suing one thousand dollars because she caught the flu and due to stress. Mm-hmm. Then a woman is suing her ex-fiance and the father of her child for fifty thousand after he gave her a promise ring, but ten years later they broke up and he was actually engaged in dating another woman. So she is claiming fraud and breach of promise. Mm-hmm. And the last one is the man is suing his best friend for fifty thousand dollars after making a verbal bet that he can shoot from the half court. Uh, after making it, his friend did not pay up, and he says it is a breach of their verbal contract. So you didn't That's hear the these. lie. That's the lie. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Because you have a tell. Because you had it memorized, and you probably had written it because you looked into the camera when you said it. That's your tell. Dang, you're right. That's true. So that last one I made up, right? I thought it was such a good one. It was good. It was really good. But also, you were so specific with the number 50,000, and you weren't as specific with the other ones. And I was like, you came up with uh, that number. I totally you came did. up with it. And I added it last minute. Because <laughs> like, you wanted to make it more believable. I already know you by now. Oh, great. Did you guys guess it? I thought that was a good one. Which means that a woman really did sue her local TV station for predicting a nice day when it rained, mm-hmm. and that a woman sued her ex fiance for not 
like marrying her. So that's that happened. <laughs> that's so ridiculous. That sounds like it would be the lie. Like if I didn't hear you say it and I just read it, I would think that that one was definitely the lie. <laughs> I thought that's what you would guess. But it's good that Anyways. you're not a great liar, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to be a good liar? Darn. All right. What do you got for us this week, Mina? All right. Let's see if you can tell my tells. Okay. But you won't find out until next week. All right. So three different cases. Let's start out with uh, a favorite celebrity of mine, Ooh. Johnny Depp. Ooh. subpoenaed in a very weird case a couple weeks ago Johnny Depp uh, not a couple weeks ago I don't know when this happened but Johnny Depp was asked to come in and testify in a murder case Ooh, his connection well none really the defendant Nancy Lacan was a crazy stalker who was in love with him and claims they were dating even though they definitely were not she was speeding on her way to supposedly meet Depp when she drove too fast, got into an accident, and killed another driver. Lacan's lawyer tried to use Depp's testimony to show that his client was batshit crazy and therefore not <laughs> guilty by reason of insanity. All in all, it must be pretty weird to testify about your non-existent relationship with someone you've never heard of. Okay, next one. Mom sues Halloween Maze Company for causing Kate to develop PTSD and seizures. Molly Cantor's nine-year-old daughter, Joanna Cantor, experienced much hardship following a Halloween haunt. Not only did she experience PTSD in the form of repeated nightmares, but she also had a seizure following the event. Molly is suing for $5,000, stating that she spent this sum on psychiatry sessions and doctor appointments. And lastly... Man declared dead, had to sue New York three times to remedy the mistake. In a weird mix-up, mix a man named Juan Antonio Arias's personal information, like date of birth, social security number, and the like, were placed into the, onto the death certificate of a man also named Juan Arias. How can I make that name up, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> the issue is that the first man was actually alive. As a result of the mix-up, he had his Medicaid benefits yanked, his credit cards canceled, and his bank accounts closed. He filed a suit three times to prove that he was actually alive, but the first two didn't work because his lawyer missed the deadlines. Oh, so sad. <laughs> he eventually did win by showing up in court with identification and proving he was alive because, you know, that was super difficult. Right. Yeah. Okay, we got the Johnny Depp one, we got the dead one. What was the second? We got the what? The the second case. So there's Johnny Depp. The oh, the Halloween maze haunt. Halloween. I'm going to say the last one is the lie, only because you were <laughs> laughing through it, and I feel like that's yours. That's my tell, yeah. laughing. I guess we'll um, find out next the week. The giggles, so, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> maybe that's the, your way to, I don't know, to trick us all. Who knows? During the Home Alone one, I did laugh, so maybe I purposely laughed this time to throw you off from my tell from last time. <laughs> maybe I'm a master deceiver. Okay, all right. We just both might be terrible at lying. Who knows? Um, all right, guys, let us know what you think. Did you guess mine? What are your thoughts on me? cases we will reveal last week uh, next week for our last episode oh my gosh oh man all right so we are wrapping up getting to the end of our time so i think we should get into predictions yes. let's do it i want to learn how to do that <laughs> you can't do it Whoa. um ooh, okay so basically this whole episode ended on the note that you know we can't you can't sue the parent company um you can just go after Matheson Steele instead um, unless you have, like, a summary of whatever the case is, like a case summary of what you're going to say against the parent company. 
Um, I don't know. Like, it ended in such a weird way. I'm just like, another technicality, huh? It seems like every time David brings up the technicality, it's, like, just shut down by the judge. So I don't know if, like, this is going to work as a technicality or if Mm. it's bigger than that. I don't know how they're going to counter that because they can just do the case summary and type it up. Like, why did they act like, oh, my God, he got us with this. There's no way we'll have a case summary in time. That's what I was so confused by. You can write that up. Like, why wouldn't you be able to prepare that? I was actually going to ask you that because, I mean, you are definitely better and uh, more knowledgeable about this than me. So I was going to ask you why that's such a holdup. And, like, also, why wouldn't Joanna use every bit of information to implicate her father? Like, I just don't get it. Why wouldn't you do that? You, what, you don't want to bring your personal life into it? You already have by Jeff, the nature of being David's daughter. Yeah. You know? like, And it's mm. a small town. What, like, what is happening? <laughs> and why is Alan leaving to Toronto? Like, what, what is really happening? He can't stay a little longer? And is there going to be a love triangle? <laughs> I want to know. We, we've been waiting for this love triangle, and I just, I, I predict it's not going to happen anymore. With who? With Billy or with Alan? With, I think not, yeah, I don't think she's going to get back with Billy. I don't think, I don't think she's going to get back with Alan. And I don't think she's going to get with Billy. I think they're just going to tease that. And have it like hanging over us and us wanting it. Who do you want her to be with? Out of Alan and Billy? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, come on. You know I'm team Billy. Oh, are you? I am. One, I think Billy's cuter. Um, but also, I like a nice guy. I like. I don't like the bad boys. I like nice guys, too. I don't know what it is about Alan. <laughs> I think I'm just really attracted to him. I think that's literally all it is. All right. It's like his brains and just that okay. ambition. I don't know. The, like, ambition. go-getter in him. Yes. Yeah, so but you... he is a little, a little evil. Not evil, but, like, a little okay. too much. A little too cold. Even that kiss towards the end, I was like, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> um, so, do you think though that they will actually get together though, Alan or Billy and Joanna? Wait, was Alan going to get with Billy? Is that what you I did? mean? <laughs> no, no, no. You know oh, what yeah, I'm sure. saying. Plot twist again. <laughs> Another plot twist. That's why he helped. That was the reason. <laughs> That's the real reason. <laughs> and um, is Alan really on Joanna's side again, or is this all right. a game of is manipulation? It? Is he still with them? No, he's not. I no, can't because then not. they'd be lying to the audience too, and they've never done that. Yeah, yeah. Um, how do you think the case is going to? Do you think it's going to be solved? You said yes. You think that we're going to get all our answers? Everything's going to be solved. Every- There's so well, much if, to unravel. If everything's going to be solved. How is there going to be a season two? Is it going to be a different case? Oh, that's possible. Or is it just not going to be about the law, and it's going to be about something else, like relationships, and something else comes up? Yeah, maybe. I I don't know. If I think it'll be solved, because like um, how to get away with murder. Um, they basically have a different case each season. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, would they possible. have another one? I think it'll be solved. What okay. about you? Am I being too like overly? <sighs> I think there's optimistic? too much. There's so much because uh, I don't think it's gonna be solved. But they've been working on this case for ten episodes. <laughs> like <come laughs> ten whole episodes, ten hours. <laughs> um, I think they will. I will say one thing is gonna be solved. That Mercer will. They are gonna find out that Mercer is working with Ben for sure. Mm-hmm. Um. Diane is smart. I feel like she's smarter than Owen Buckby, which is the cop. So I think that she's going to somehow get the secrets out, and that's going to be revealed, and Mercer's going to go down, which might lead to Ben Matheson going down, mm-hmm. which might lead to the case being solved. Who knows? Do you I still think there's a possibility that the good cop is really the bad cop? No. Diane's love interest? I, uh, I don't think no, so. No, no, no. Okay. And I also don't think there's a possibility that Ben Matheson is good anymore. Like, I mean... Like 100%. I think I'm, the beard, I'm all in. You, the beard twirl. I'm all in. Never twirl your beard, ladies, men, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Never. Never. Never, because it's a dead giveaway. 
Um, any last any any last thoughts? Uh, our own predictions. That's all I got. I think. Oh, I actually also last uh, another thing. Jerry Lynn seems to be a little bit more on board with uh, Joanna and Luna, yeah. so I think she also might help out. I think like all the women are coming together. The mom has some secrets that helped. I love Jerry it. Lynn has some secrets, so I think they're going to team up and. Yeah, you know what? Maybe this can be solved. I'm 50-50. It's all about female empowerment next episode. Yes. Um, so, guys, it has been so amazing in these nine episodes, dishing this out, trying to get to the bottom of it. We've got the finale next week. I cannot wait because I want answers. I'm tired of guessing. I need answers. <laughs> um, so if you guys want to guess, though, and tell me your thoughts, you can find me at Paris Rose TV, Paris with two R's. Hey everyone, if you want to find me uh, and do some digging into my social media history and my past, like the lawyers you all are, <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nina Makes Magic. All right, bye guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 